0: what's up everybody and welcome to the action. oh you sons of bitches you <laughs> cut me off i was gonna have my to bad, add bro, that, my bad. I'm gonna leave it i'm leaving it you guys just heard the intro what's up welcome to the better together podcast i am your host Corey. i am here with mj and cassidy gentlemen how are we today what's up what's up what up player Z- not much i am uh i am good today Good. Me too. Good. I'm, day, well. Day. I'm
1: well. Yeah, I'm oh. good. What, what's that? I was just talking to somebody. at. Oh, I was talking to um, one of our members, Gina Donnelly, the other day. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen her in a while. She's like, how are you? And I was like, good. And then I always had this person that would reprimand me that you're not supposed to say good. You're supposed to say well. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we both concluded that we're like, fuck it. If we're good, we can say we're good. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. good. Are you good? She's like, yeah, I'm good.
0: Inner Brooklyn, yeah, I'm good. We can yeah, be good. Good. Entering, good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. Yeah, not well. Good. good, good. I'm glad we. I'm glad we got past that. This podcast yep. has made another evolution now. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so today, here's what we're uh, discussing. We are discussing habits, uh, why they are important, and how to make them or break them. Um, so we're going to do the traditional framework: three thoughts, two myths. One question and a go or an action step for you guys to uh, follow on at home to make some impact on yourselves and in your lives, um, and we'll just go ahead and kick it right off the bat uh, with some thoughts. So, why don't you guys jump in here? Not it. Oh, I
2: guess I'll go. <laughs> um, so yeah, habits. Um, boy, uh, it's it's such a um, it's such a thing, especially if you're if you grow up in um, uh, an athletic kind of environment um, habits become part of your everyday life. Um, so me growing up, um, I was a ski racer when I was younger. Um, and then from there, I, I, I was fortunate to be able to play football in high school and college and a little bit after. And, you know, when I look back on the things that I started, um, especially with like skiing, because when you slap these two boards on your feet and you're going down a hill, that's uh, slippery as can be, um, man, it, it can be intimidating, right? But the first time you do it, it's, it's very awkward. But then every day that I would go, um, it became easier and easier. And then from there, um, then I wanted to take it to another level. So I trained harder and harder and became better and better at the, at the sport. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those things that if, if I didn't make that a habit, if I just did, went once a year or I did it once a week or even less probably wasn't going to get very good, you know, and, and was not going to be at the level I wanted to be and, and thought I could be. And that, was, that goes the same with things in life. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, when you, um, you know, when you first start something out, Uh, it's not easy. It's always going to be a little bit awkward. Um, You know, there are things that maybe are a little bit easier than others, but unless you make something a habit to, um, to improve your life, then it's very difficult. But then there's also the things that we have in life that um, we have formed bad habits of possibly um, maybe not eating healthy. Um, And that becomes, that becomes a habit that's hard to break. Um, So I mean habits are in our everyday life, whether we know it or not, whether we write them down or not um so um I think further along in this um conversation, we can talk a little bit about how we decipher those which are good and which are bad um but i'll uh, I'll leave that at, uh, at at for the next one i'll I'll kick it over to you guys
0: yeah, I mean I think habits are uh something that could be super complex or something that can be super simple um I think they can hurt you really bad or help you out a ton. Um, But I think the biggest uh, thing about them is just be aware of them. Um, I think they become very insidious if you're not aware of the habits you are starting to have. Um, That's, that's kind of my general thought on it. Uh, But they can be extremely impactful and honestly, very simple uh, to implement. It's, it's, Weird how simple they can be to implement and then how impactful that one little thing is or those one to three little things are, how much right. impact that can make later down the stream, especially when you're taking in the time variable for how long you've done them. I agree.
1: I, I think generally speaking, habits are one of those things that everybody understands, but I feel that very few a appreciate the power that they contain in our lives i equate it to like nutrition and getting in shape like everybody knows that nutrition is like the godfather pillar of making or breaking any sort of result that you have right but so many look to other places for for solutions and answers to like the godfather principle that's right there and and a lot of times it's because it's just fucking hard and people like don't doing don't like doing things that are hard, right? And I look at habits in the same light. Like, show me your habits, I'll show you your future. Like, period. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I think habits, although everybody conceptually gets it that like they matter, I just don't think most people give habits the weighted consideration that that they deserve that they deserve with respect to like what we do and don't have in our life regardless of what lane we're talking about in our version of holistic health like with fitness with finances uh with relationships we're all byproducts of our habits and as we go through these myths and these questions i think we'll get into um the process of if, if we really believe that, what should we do, and and where do we go, and where do we start, etc.? But they're they're incredibly powerful for both the constructive and destructive elements in our lives. Yeah. Period.
2: Yeah. Yin.
0: For sure. 100%. Cool. Uh, so we're going to jump into myth number one here. Uh, myth number one would be that you have to go big or you have to go all in, like an extreme of some sort, right? So. Say I wake up one morning, I'm like, you know what, because we're a fitness podcast, I want to lose 30 pounds. I need to implement all of these habits. I need to walk 10,000 steps a day. No more soda at all. I'm going to eat all whole foods. I'm only going to eat three meals a day and I'm going to work out five times a week and I'm going to sleep eight hours a night. You're like, whoa, dude, <laughs> bump the brakes. So you're going to last one day and then you're going to miss one of those and you're going to feel like a failure. And then now you're back in this cycle. Um, so let's break down why that is a myth and why you don't need to go uh, big or all in.
1: I'll, I'll take the lead on this one. And I'm, I'm going to steal some shit from, because that's usually what I do with people. these things that I just learn, put on my white belt and try and learn from people a lot smarter than I that have really dug into this stuff. And I think collectively as a community, one of the books that we've read and an author we cite often is James Clear and, and uh, his Atomic Habits book. And uh, his whole book is antithetical to that uh, mythical statement in a good way. And and really, what he breaks down in that book is that the best way, or um, one of the best ways, to approach habits with creating new ones and getting rid of old ones is on a an atomic level, not atomic like big, but atomic as in small, like like small things and. And that small behaviors done over time in little areas end up resulting in big net compounded interest. Right. And, uh, you know, the one, one example of that, uh, in a, in like a financial space is like people, you know, you ask anybody, Hey, would you like more money? Would you want more money? They go, yeah. OK, well, there's not going to be like one thing, like a lottery to just give you this huge lump sum of money. It's going to be probably an accumulation of little things that you've done in little areas of yep. per, of saving more than you're, you're consuming, right? Putting in more with deposits than withdrawals, literally, uh, into your bank accounts and or areas and increasing revenue stream and revenue stream here and, and over time. And what happens is that curve goes up and up and up. And then you receive literally compounded interest. And then once you start hitting these tipping points, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, but it's a net effect of small things. So to the point, Corey, uh, that you have to find either a bunch of things or like one big thing, um, all the research, all the behaviors, people, uh, behaviorists that are smarter than us have gone through and said, you're missing it. You should look at your life You should take inventory and little changes over time add up to be big, big things. The little things are the big things.
0: Right. Yeah. I also look at this as just setting yourself up for success versus failure. Um, So when we're looking at my previous example of adding in eight giant steps to change and habits to make, like you are drastically stacking the odds against you for you to fail, get discouraged and go back to where you originally were. Now at one out of every, you know, one percenters, Uh, might be able to make those switch and just be dialed in and hold it and run with it for a really long time chances are that's not you it's so much better and more fulfilling to just be like you know what i'm gonna walk 10,000 steps every day or like i'm just i don't even care about how many steps i'm just gonna walk for 10 minutes after breakfast lunch and dinner and i'm just gonna do that and then what happens is it's that snowball effect so kind of like you said mj it's like Over time, you're making these little gains. Well, it also goes like that with momentum, too. You start to get this momentum effect where you do it day one, you do it day two, day three, day four. And you're like, dude, I am doing this. Like now it is a habit. And now you're consciously like just deciding every day to do it. And then you can add in another little one. Okay, now I'm only going to drink one soda instead of three sodas. Right, and then you stick with that for a little bit. You gain more momentum, more momentum, and then over time, you're just going to start seeing all this compile, and you're going to see the net effect and result of that, which is uh, change. Right.
2: Yeah. And I, to quote another uh, person that I, I listen to quite a bit, uh, Rob Dial, um, is the you know basically the one percent change a day. Right. So if you make one percent change or or you know a habit that's going to improve you, your three hundred sixty five. Uh, percent changed over a year now you're not going to see that one day right you're going to see it over it's like you know hey i'm going to go and get in shape well uh i'm going to do one push-up and be better no if you do one push-up for 365 days you'll probably be a little better and it's not like one person died of having one cheeseburger they ate 365 cheeseburgers and that didn't work very well for them so it's you know you you have to put it into perspectives that understand that change takes time and it's not going to be an overnight process and that you have to thoughtfully put those things in motion and then realize that, you know, sometimes they are going to be quicker. Sometimes you're going to be a little bit slower, but then track your results. Uh, see, I mean, and, and that's why when MJ and I did the, you know, the 75 hard. we had to take a picture every day. I mean, if you see my start picture to my end picture, then you get to notice it and you see a big difference. Whereas, you know, um, you know, I, as if I didn't take a picture every day, I probably wouldn't notice as much, you know, cause I see myself every day. So little trips, or tricks and tips like that are, are things that are, that are helpful to, uh, make it a little bit easier to make these things
0: happen. Yeah. I think a tangible, visual checklist as well. Yeah. Write it down. If you, if you want to make a habit for 30 days, 30 boxes, write the habit, check it. Cause it's going to feel. Yeah. There you go. Look at They're that, dude. For this month, yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it just it makes a, a bigger impact when you have to go in at the end of the day and you're like, "Damn, and I didn't get to check that box." Yep. Yep. 100. You punch yourself in the face <laughs> really hard. <laughs> you're so <laughs> idiot.
1: So the uh, the tie-in off of that into the second myth is not is not only is it necessary to have attack big habits on an extremist level and going all in. But it's if you, however you get to a habit and you've arrived at one that the the next myth is that uh, habits stay with you forever. Meaning just because you started something and accomplished something. Okay. Start, stop. uh, It doesn't necessarily mean that it's now a habit forever. And I think I'll I'll, I'll lead or take a stab with this because, um, you know, I had a mentor of mine that impressed in me that if I ever wanted something in life, okay, um, you first need to put that something in your head. You need to understand it. You need to think about it. You need to visualize it, right? Uh, Very Napoleon Hill-esque type thought process, no pun intended, anything a man can conceive and believe he can achieve type stuff. So you put it in your, your head. And then once you get in your head, you have to make it connect to your heart, meaning it has to mean something to you. And then once you get it in your heart, you can now push it down to your feet. And, and that that's a metaphor for walking it out, so to speak, right? And so he used to always say, get it from your head to your heart to your feet and just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And over the last couple of years and talking with him, he's added to it, head, heart, feet, habit. And and what that insinuates, at least in this conversation, is if you want to get something and keep it there, it only becomes a habit when you fuel it and you continuously um, pour into it or walk it out through repetition, right? And um, like we were talking prior to when we were doing our setup, Corey had brought up a point Um, you know, things change, times change, goals change. And what you may have wanted to to be a habit at one point in time in your life for a certain reason, because it served you well, then, uh, may just be that and serve you well there. And then you're like, you know what? I don't want that anymore. Or that's not important to me anymore. And that habit goes away. So habits, the ones that stay are the ones that you continue to pour into and serve. The ones that don't are the ones that you deprive of oxygen, like a fire, and it's gone. So the differentiator isn't like this time variable, or, you know, X amount of days or X amount of whatever, it's a repetition variable, and a consistency variable going from head to heart to feet and walking it out. And then then and only then can it be a habit. Yeah,
2: I think the uh, there's the, the old adage that, you know, if you do something for 21 days in a row, it becomes a habit. And that's it's, it's just not true. Um, it can be, you know, but it's just, it's not, it's not like automatically if, you know, if I do something for 21 days, I've got this thing, I've got it down, you know, and, and now I know. Um, so like, like you said, MJ, it's, it's that time variable. Um, it, it definitely counts like reps count. They definitely count, but it's, there's no specific time frame or hours that you have to do to become good at something or make something a habit. Um, it's just, it's just not there. You know, it's individual for everybody and it's individual for each habit that you're trying to create.
0: Yeah. You guys might uh, disagree here. I don't think you will, but you might. Uh, I think a lot of people get caught up in habits too. And they have this like hundred percent mentality, which is good. I think when you're first starting off, right. Like nail it, like nail that sucker for 30 days in a row, every single time. But there's a lot of habits that just done, done 80% of the time. Are going to serve you so well over the years. So, I, I want to encourage people to not get discouraged when they're on their journey of creating these habits that are going to impact their lives. Like, just because you missed a day, don't throw, like, you know, the bathwater out, the baby out with the bathwater, per se, right? Like, you can get back on that horse. You can have habits that you're hitting 80% of the time and are going to serve you super long term. You don't have to be perfect. You want to be consistent, which is an overall theme of our podcast we talk about all the time. Be consistent. 80% of the time it's going to serve you so well in the future.
2: Yeah. The, 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 the progress, not perfection, you know, and yes. that's the big thing that people, like you said, they just don't get, they go, oh, man, I didn't go work out today. I was supposed to work out. Well, I guess I'll just wait till Monday and it's Thursday. And they're they're going to wait and then, then they miss it again. You know, and then Monday comes around and they got pressure on themselves. It's like, you know what, forget it, just jump right back on the horse again, you're fine, there's there's, yeah. there's no time frames for that, just jump back on, and get, get it done, so yeah, I agree with you yeah. on that wholeheartedly.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the binge mentality too, you see it a lot with the nutrition, somebody's on a diet plan or a, a nutrition plan, they have goals for themselves nutritionally, um, and they get to uh, a Saturday afternoon, and they slip up, they order food or swing through a drive-thru, and then they do the whole like, well... I messed up. So tonight I'm going to go out. I'm going to drink beer Sunday. I'm going to get brunch. I'm going to have mimosas. Then I'm going to have pizza and ice cream and I'll just start on Monday. It's like, we don't have to go to the other extreme of this, right? Like, Oh, you slipped up on Saturday. That's okay. Get Sunday dialed in and knock that back out get back on that horse and strive for that uh, habit to solidify. So I I think it's important. This is just like, my
1: coach or trainer mindset's kicking in of like, I'm going back to working with clients and clients and clients. And the the two things that come to mind, Corey, on this really good point of yours is, is in knowing, you know, you, you, the thing that's coming to mind right now, first of all, is VOPA. And in particular, the O as objectives and and making sure that if you want to set out to change behavior, which that's what habits are, making sure that in your objective or goal setting process you do, you set smart goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic time reference, right? Like don't go from not working out for 20 years to going, I'm going to work out six days a week, do two a days and eat 1200 calories, right? That's fucking stupid. Okay. It's not only irresponsible, it's stupid. And so you have to, first part is like set up realistic, obtainable objectives, which is like our first myth, right? You don't have to go all in. So we touched on that a little bit. But the second part is to your point, Corey, is it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when you're going to mess up or almost mess up or not hit the desired target you set out in your mind. So you have to know that ahead of time. And to your point, it's the old adage, like if you get bucked off, get your ass back on the sooner you get back on and, and do those little things again. The takeaway is over time, the, the compounded interest is what sets you free. The consistency, eight out of 10 ain't bad going back to 80%, right? So if you had to do something 10 times in a month and you do it eight out of 10, that's a victory versus the alternative, which is, oh, I did it two in a row. I missed the third and now I just stopped doing it. Yeah. But that's yeah. how we work. That's how we work. And when I say we, maybe I'm it's me, but and and many clients that I've worked with, but we're this all or nothing mindset, and we're so better served to bring up on this conversation a system, i.e., VOPA, and making sure you identify proper objectives for reasons and rationales that they matter to you, and have a strategy in place that supports it if something goes wrong. Right. Like it doesn't mean have a you're you're not submitting from the beginning to failure. It's actually saying, hey. I'm putting this objective in front of me. It's harder than anything I've ever done in my life. I know there's going to be trials and tribulations when those trials and tribulations happen, which they will not if, but when I'm prepared and I'm ready to go to war, I'm insulated and I'm going to jump right, fucking back on like right away. Yep. Like you miss yeah. you, you cheat meal. Yep. Make it a cheat meal, not a cheat weekend. <laughs> so what? Agreed. So fucking Agreed. what next? Yeah. And then that's why we always say, and you said it's thematic of our, um podcast is we are a group of people that understand the power of consistency and the 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 power of consistency is far greater than short-lived extremist
0: bouts of whatever right habit setting yeah sure yeah i agree let's move into the uh question for these guys to ask themselves uh which correct me if i'm wrong but i think what we decided was uh to have yourself discern the good and bad habits in your life. Take inventory of the good and the bad habits in your life. Which ones are serving you well, that are moving you closer towards your goal, which ones are poorly serving you and are that insidious habit that is slowly but surely pulling you back from where you want to be in 30 days, a year, two years, 10 years, et cetera, down the road. Yeah. And I mean, I think,
2: uh, I think, and, and you mentioned this earlier, Corey, um, is that you take inventory on, you know, a day or maybe two or three in your life and write down from beginning of the day until the, the time you go to bed, what you did during that day. Um, and then you can really look at, okay, what did I do that during this day that was positive and, and got me closer to my goal? And what did I do that? wasn't positive, and didn't get me anywhere near my goal. Um, you know, now that being said, we're, we're, we're humans, right? We don't, uh, we don't need to live in a, you know, in a militaristic uh, format where our day is completely filled with things that are of, uh, you know, of worth. Um, you know, we can't have times when we spend 15 minutes in, and, you know, check out Instagram or uh, get on the news or watch a YouTube video that, you know, is just, you know, a bunch of people having fun. That's okay too. But Um, but if you find yourself not reaching goals or you find yourself, um, uh, doing things that, you know, that just aren't positive for you, um, well, that those, if if you take that inventory, like two or three days, you're going to find out areas that you can really start planning your life around and planning your days around and saying, okay, you know what, instead of that 15 minutes of me just doing, you know, watching YouTube videos, I'm going to go take a 15 minute walk and listen to a cool podcast, you know, and, uh, go, go see what's out there and, and learn something today instead of that. And, you know, or maybe I do that but every other day, um, whatever it is, it'll teach you what you're missing and, and areas that you can fill in the gaps with reaching those goals quicker and, and sooner in your life.
0: For sure. So I think our, our overall action step there is uh, take inventory over a day of habits. Uh, if you want to take it a step further, take it over three days or something like that, um, write them down, and then next to that habit, uh, so like one column of your habits, the other column to the right of it, right if that is a good or a bad habit. So something you want to keep or something you want to take away. Like we said in the podcast, don't go through with a list of 36 habits and be like, okay, cool, I'm eliminating all of these bad ones. I'm gonna replace all of them with good ones, right. right? Like pick a top one or two, erase one bad habit, add in one good habit, just that switch right there you're doubling down on, is going to create a lot of uh, momentum for you. And then yeah. another thing that you brought up, Cassie, kind of you said militaristic um, and not having our day filled with time, but it throws me back to my boy, Jocko Willink, discipline equals freedom, which is a lot of these people are scared. Like, I don't want to be the person that wakes up and has this list of everything that I have to do and when I do it and blah, blah, blah. I'm not necessarily saying that, but if you have structure to your day and you're organized and you know what you need to do when you wake up, You are saving yourself time by being disciplined, and that is going to give you freedom. You're not waking up in the morning, spinning your wheels, spending 30 minutes doing this on your phone down in blue light. You wake up, you know what to do. You get your day started, and now you have so much more freedom to go and attack the goals that you want and to be able to do fun things outside of that goal list. Right.
1: Yeah, I I tend to subscribe to your thought press on that more, Corey, in that, um, if Listen, if you want something in your life that you don't currently have, or if you're tired of something being in your life that you currently have, okay, uh, and right, right now the topic is habits, like I want this good habit because I know those habits will lead to this and I want to get rid of these bad ones because I know it's leading to that, then here's the fucking newsflash, okay, nothing changes when nothing changes, okay, yeah. so like, Everybody has to do whatever they have to do to change their behavior. And if it's writing down and prioritizing and taking a militaristic approach, and that's what you have to do to do it, to hold yourself accountable and have a calendar and check boxes, then that's what you get to do. If you want something different, that's what you get to do. Not, not that you have to do it. That's what you get to do it. Going back to the dichotomy with like discipline equals freedom, the mindset of like, you get to live a life of discipline. You get to heaven forbid, delight in discipline. And and that word, I'm shocked that it just hasn't come up in this topic, which is habits. Because in in my opinion, um, when it comes back full circle to this topic of this is like making and breaking habits. If I were to say, what's the one thing that makes good habits and gets rid of bad ones, it's discipline. So yeah. I think actionably, everybody after they take inventory, and it's a great thing. And I would encourage if they're going to do the, the the three day thing. I've always said like do two weekdays and one weekend day, or two yeah. weekend days, or one week, or like a work day and a non work day. Find your two days because they're just different with how you live your life. Write those things down, and then and then have a conversation with yourself and be honest. Like, who am I? What? Like, where do I tend to go? What steers me wrong and what steers me right? And and then start formulating to our point here, a plan and go as far as you need to go to change your behavior over time repetitiously. No different than like nutrition. Everybody goes, well, I don't want to count calories and I don't want to have to weigh my food and I don't want to have to, well, nobody wants to have to do that. but if that's what it has to be done, for you, I'm going to raise my hand and say, I know it's going to be uncomfortable. I know it's going to suck. I know it's not going to feel good. And I know it's going to take a tremendous amount of discipline and willpower, but that discipline and willpower by making that promise to yourself and then keeping it to yourself will pay more dividends in your life that you've ever experienced in your life. I'm going to shove your fucking face right into that scale, you know, and go, if that's the medicine you need, eat that medicine. So to Cassidy's point though, it's it's the medicine's different for the, excuse me, the medicine's the same for everybody. It's just the dose is different, right? Yeah. And you need to find your dose appropriately, but don't lie to yourself and mislead yourself on something that's so powerful. Like right. habits are so powerful and, yeah. and treat them, treat them like the loaded gun they are, you know? Yeah. And, and, and the other thing is like, I would say, don't get bored with the basics in the formulation of trying to create new ones and get rid of old ones. Corey, you opened by saying it can be a super complex subject or it could be a super simple subject. Like however you want to approach it, I would encourage everybody to keep it as as basic as possible, knowing that we've submitted and taken a position that little things done over time win and create habits and starve your bad ones like that's a spirit that should be embraced so like if you like an old school pen and paper and you want to check boxes like do that if you want to set up an excel spreadsheet and whatever else and that's cool but but habits at their root are thoughts that become words and those words become actions those actions become habits those habits become character that character leads to our destiny it all starts here then here talking, then writing down. So as long as you understand this, you can really get basic on it, and and then that, the, where the rubber meets the road is like the accountability on the
0: consistency. And yeah. if we miss, speaking it's- of accountability, I know, I know we're going longer. Speaking of accountability, get a buddy. So much easier with a buddy. Me and you do this for thirty days. Let's go. Yep. Text them every day. Did you do it? Yes or no. Just having that accountability, that person to report to, is going to be a game changer as well. Yes, amen
1: sir. forever and ever amen couldn't
0: couldn't couldn't agree more your buddy is that it i think that that's our, it is that our habit podcast i think we threw a lot at them yeah. we could probably do like four more podcasts just yeah. on habits but yeah this is
1: yeah. I, man the this topic and these types of topics are um i love them just because I, I i love being a student of this stuff and the more we're exposed to it and talk about it it helps keep you know, my life and lens in perspective, but this is one of those podcasts. I would hope somebody, if they're looking to make a change uh, in creating new or getting rid of bad, watch this thing two or three times, listen to it yeah. two or three times, journal on it, yeah. write some notes down and start with something
0: small.
2: This and would be one that out, you should share too. Yeah. Re- reach I out. If, if you need the help with any of it, reach out to us. You know I mean? We are assess- accessible, anytime you know we'll we'll take the time to to help you with the ways we've done it and uh you know and also share failures at areas that we had pitfalls you know and how do we get back out of those pitfalls and and, you know get back on track yeah for sure all right
0: kids cool thanks gents appreciate it good work love you long long time see you next week ready
1: cut break (laughs)